1: This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com Prime to get more out of whatever you're into.
3: Booyah, homies. J-Dog here. Nope. Nope, can't use that. J-Dog. What on earth? Hello listeners, Dr John Watson, your ENT physician. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's a joke, uh, I'm not actually an ear, nose and throat doctor, I just meant like, I'm a doctor and I'm in your ears, so yeah, not not in your nose, obviously, or your throat, but yeah, ear ear doctor was cu- the joke I was kind of... Um, anyway, it's new adventure time, the golden pants spelt pince but pronounced pants a bit of the old Francais for you. <laughs> uh for those of you who are um well normal and don't know what a pancenez is, it's a pair of glasses without the um the the arms you know so like the little ones that sit on your nose um yeah uh so I'm sad to say that this adventure is regarding a murder um yeah so there there will be some distressing scenes. Depictions of violence and yeah, uh, minimal swearing in this one. A teeny weeny bit of religious intolerance, mocking scepticism uh, at worst. I promise. And um, yeah, it, well, enjoy. <laughs> well, no, don't enjoy. Uh, it is a murder. Just um, yeah, just, you know, just just listen to it. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Uh a pint of Guinness, please, mate. Yeah, please. Hi there, um, was going to upload the episode today, The Golden Pants, nay, um, but thought I should just flag that this will be a three-parter. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I'm not doing that Netflix thing where I just drag a story out unnecessarily. Uh, I did, I tried to find a place to cut it for it to have been two, but the episode would have been like, you know, 40 minutes each. And uh, yeah, attention spans are a troublesome beast, so there you go. And yeah, it begins with the impending visit of my mum when Sherlock and I were uh, Christmas shopping. Well, he wasn't. I was. Um, so yeah, three-parter. Apologies. There we go, sir. Thank you. <clears throat> but you know what they say, good things come to those who wait. Ah, cheers. Seriously, why aren't they sponsoring this show? That was absolutely perfect. No, Watson, please. I can't. Come on. Not another shop. Christmas shopping, mate. This is it. Regent Street. Piccadilly. Yeah, no, but this, you know, it's kind of Regent Street. But it's Piccadilly. Yeah, all right. Just, oh, look at that. (laughs) Big sparkly Christmas present suspended over the street. That's cool, isn't it?
4: Those decorations
5: won't last. Won't last what? The storm tonight. Yeah, it is a bit on the humid side, isn't it? Those plastic reindeer will be massacred. Every last one of them. Well,
3: let's take that negative outlook and turn it upside down with this place. Ta-da! Too busy. Bye-bye. Look, 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 look. this is called Fortnum and Mason. I know what it is, Watson. This is posh central. Yeah, this is like Waitrose on steroids, you know? Organic artisan steroids from the Cotswolds, but it's, you know, look, ah, there they are. Gonna get my mum a Christmas hamper for when she gets here. Look at that. Oh, I mean, look, they're a little bit on the expensive side, but they are so worth it, you know, because they have all of the Jesus Christ, 125 quid.
5: We're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving.
3: My name is Dr John Watson, once of the British Army Northumberland Fusilier Regiment, now a true crime podcaster based in central London. I don't have much experience in criminology, So this is mostly a record of how I met possibly the most brilliant and bizarre person I have ever and will ever know. Join me as I document the adventures of Sherlock Holmes.
0: Can you just um, reread this, please?
3: Sure, sure. Uh, what's this for?
0: Oh, uh, for the company's bank account.
3: Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: um. uh, I, I think probably just have a separate account if we're saying their expenses.
4: No.
0: Um. No. No. I, I can sort that. We we don't need. Oh. Uh. Hold on. Sherlock and Co. Mariana speaking. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, Adelton. Right.
5: It was an accident. What? A tragic accident. Nothing more.
0: Um, Mr. Holmes said it was an accident. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said it can't be because... It's the
5: fumes. Potatoes require ventilation. Especially rotten ones.
0: Did you hear all that Uh uh-huh i'm i'm very sorry (laughs) i know okay okay bye well case closed
3: hmm would be nice if we had actually
5: opened it to begin with come on it's easy peasy
3: easy peasy
5: it's a phrase. Yeah, I know. I'm also now using lovely and jubbly.
3: Yeah, well, it's it's lovely jubbly, not lovely and jubbly. And how is the Adalton tragedy easy-peasy?
5: Solvable from the 400-word article I read this morning. Right. Okay. There you go, Watson. All done. What? What are you doing with my medical licence? Nothing now. I've finished. Finished what? The transaction. Oxymorphone. Two months' worth. You're going to get me struck off. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You cannot
3: use my medical licence to procure heroin. It's not heroin. It's oxymorphone. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I've got to head out and meet my mum. But listen, okay, this
5: is unacceptable. Watson, you're disturbing Mrs Hudson. (sighs)
0: Sherlock, can we talk about this? My name is... That was quick.
1: Oh, so for Miss Mariana Amachi, Mariana
0: Amechazurra.
5: Yes. It, no, sorry, nobody of that name resides here. No, Bye-bye. No,
0: no wait. Sherlock.
3: Back at London Paddington, my friends. Just um just waiting for my mum, Carol Watson, the one and only. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's probably probably loads of them, it's a very common name. Um but anyway, she's, she's in Scotland this Christmas, with friends, I think. Or Christmas Carol. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, gonna do some gift exchanging, and, um... Ah, oh, here she is.
2: Oh, my darling! Hi, Mum. Oh, what did those naughty Russians do to you? Nothing, Mum. We've done this. I've seen you twice oh, since... look al- at you! It's so humid. Isn't it humid? Yeah,
3: really muggy. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a storm on the way. You can tell. Yes, so
3: I've heard. We need
2: it. We need the storm, John. It shouldn't be this humid in December. Still it's still November, Mum. too ma'am. warm. The air's too close.
3: Oh, look at you! So, good journey, then. Yeah, it's a bit shorter than that trip to Scotland you've got coming up.
2: Oh, I'll be in the car for that.
3: Car? Who's driving you? <laughs>
2: Charlie.
3: I, um. Who's Charlie?
2: That's who I'm going to Scotland with.
3: Right. Like... Yeah, Charlie, Um. Is, uh she, he, uh, friend?
2: <laughs> Your generation are obsessed with pronouns,
3: John. Obsessed! No, I'm not obsessed with pronouns. I just want to know if... No, actually, no, I don't want to know.
2: Good journey. Oh, fantastic. I had my headphones on the whole time. It was lovely.
3: Ah, great. Great. Have you listened yet? Listened? To the show. <clears throat> to my podcast. What's that? Uh, my microphone for the podcast.
2: Oh! <laughs> thought it was a book.
3: No, it's uh, it's a podcast. I, p- I put it in the WhatsApp to you.
2: Oh, sorry, love. No, I was listening <clears> to... All <clears throat> right, let me take your
3: bag. Uh, just, uh, we'll go this way because it's quicker for the baby Thank you, love.
2: Oh, look at you, John the Londoner. Are the army looking after you?
3: No, again, we've done this. Oh, why? Because I'm not in the army. But... What? Why not? You are in Ukraine. Yes, but the British army won't.
2: So you quit?
3: It's not like I quit. I chose a humanitarian cause that they disagree
2: with me choosing. Oh, did they sack you? I mean,
3: well, yeah, they did, yeah.
2: Oh no, well, they'll take you back.
3: I don't want to go back.
2: Why not? Because I make my podcast now, and you know, I, I, I run a company, actually. You should become a GP, you know. There's hardly any GPs these days. And you can do it all on Zoom. I had to show my GP my mole on Zoom. <laughs> In fact, I had show the reception stuff first, can you believe that? I said, Angela, I'm not going to get my bum out to a receptionist. It'll be all over the internet before you know it.
3: Mm, right, yeah, my company, do you know what? doesn't matter, doesn't matter. So what were you listening to on the train?
2: Fifty Shades Freed, it's called. It's a sequel. Sorry, what? Fifty Shades Freed. It's about this young couple. uh, No, 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 I know what it's about, Mum. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? No, it isn't. They're so in love. I feel so, so sorry for him, you know. He's got ever so many issues in the bedroom. Mum. It's so raunchy, John. He's always strutting around with his bits out. Right, OK, turning this off. Turning this off now. Jesus.
3: OK, and ah, here we are. This is the flat. Oh,
2: it's lovely. Um, who was that nice girl?
3: Uh, that's Mariana.
2: She's nice, isn't she, John?
3: Yeah, she's nice. Yeah.
2: Beautiful hair.
3: It's yep, yeah, yep. Yeah,
2: uh, lovely hair. Yep,
3: yeah, yep. Yeah,
2: it's ah. Uh, oh, there's Archie boy. Oh, hello, <laughs> you. Oh. <laughs> He's getting fat. Why is he getting fat? He's not getting fat. What does that girl do? The the one with the nice hair.
3: She uh she, uh, she works in our office downstairs. She runs the business. Uh, so, anyway, this is the lounge. You can have my bedroom um, just through there. Mrs. Watson! Ah,
5: right. Uh, <clears throat> so, this guy is. Um, he's, he's, he's just. I've he's heard a bit... so much about you. Your wit and charm have been so highly touted by your exceptional son. <gasps> he didn't, however, mention your glowing beauty. What a careless omission, Doctor.
2: What? Oh, you're a charmer. Isn't he a charmer, John? Not at all, actually. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. You're Sherlock.
5: That I am, Mrs Watson. I'm the man charged with looking after this fine fellow. You look after me.
2: Oh, it's quite a task, believe me. I did it for 34 years.
5: 18 years, then I left. And what wonderful work you have done. Mrs Watson, I have made the bed in there. Anything you need, please, just let me know. Oh,
2: thank you, Sherlock, darling. Um, I'm just going to use the toilet quickly.
5: Absolutely. Lovely and jubbly. Yeah, uh, it's just in there. Oh. <sighs> Goodness, that was exhausting.
3: Yeah, I bet it was. what do you mean you made the bed? I made the bed,
1: mate. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. gift mode has you covered need to find the perfect gift don't panic try gift mode on etsy now this episode is brought to you by amazon prime you know amazon prime is not just a shipping subscription right it's got everything including streaming tv and movies on prime video and of course prime's fast free shipping go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things whatever you're into it's on prime visit amazon.com prime to get more out of whatever you're into
5: You were right. hmm About the storm. Yes, a little later than I expected. Could you tell Archie to be quiet? Well, he's not doing anything. He's snoring. He's a bulldog, Sherlock. Yes, and? Uh, they snore. Do they do anything else?
3: Well, I'm sorry about the snoring, Sherlock, mate. I'm just having a doze. Sorry about the farts and all.
5: What are you doing? Just, just doing an Archie, little Archie voice, that's how he talks. How are the listening figures for the podcast... Very good. Thanks. Surprising. Are you going to go to bed anytime soon, mate? No. Why? Because it's 11. Then go to bed. The couch
3: is my bed tonight, so now you have to listen to me do my shout outs. Oh, well, mum's asleep, so uh, my uh, reasonable volume outs. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Uh, Adri Pereira Nunes sends her thanks for helping her country in the Thorbridge case, Sherlock. OK, so, yeah, no probs, Adrie. <laughs> uh, shout out to her and her friend, Zera. Uh, Marin Paulson, Kaiser, the London Hackney carriage driver. Be lucky, says Kaiser, as they say in the cabbies trade. Um, oh, God, sorry at my attempt at this name. Um, August Neuschwander. Um, hello. Grave Raven asks, how is Archie getting along with Sherlock? Um, yeah, they're Cordial, they're on speaking terms. Uh, well, bark it, well, you know, no, the noise term. Also, Grave Raven asks, what do I do if I have a painful lump under my armpit? Uh, had that once myself, it was an ingrown hair. But, um, do, you know, do check with your doctor, please, Grave Raven. Uh, Heather from Turkey, Wengel from Sweden, uh, Alphonse from Wisconsin and their horse, the 20-year-old Chili Bean. Good for you, Chili Bean, who is also a fan of the show, so that's good. Uh, Right, that's horses done. Now, ducks. Apologies to the duck community. Uh, Kroner has pointed out on X following Noble Bachelor, I shouldn't have been feeding them bread. Uh, Waterfowl should not eat material that soaks like bread as it muddies their gizzards. So there you go. Corn or peas are a friendly substitute. So sorry, um... Ducks. Uh, hala Hala to Butler. Hi Amy in Seattle. Hi Raphael Del Rey. Hey Micah and Crystal from Los Angeles. Uh, Lainey, Denise, Pete, Ray, Chris, Coogan Cardella. <laughs> oh what a name. Coogan Cardella. Uh, Kevin, Sophia, Christopher in Jakarta. Tony, uh, Shiroki in Germany. I missed you out last week. Sorry. Uh, oh, and Simon Ashby. I-
5: Was that a knock? I think. It could just be. Is that a heroin delivery service? It's not heroin. It's oxymorphone. Hmm. Would a delivery driver be so persistent, Watson? No. It's the police.
3: The po- Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, I knew it. I bloody knew it. You and your bloody heroin, oxymorphone. mate. Oxymorphone. That's it. No, I, I'm I'm done for. I, oh, okay, I should. Um, I'll 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 go speak to to your lawyer. No, my mum.
5: Is she a lawyer? No, she's a midwife. Are you having contractions? No, but I am having a panic attack though. So why are we speaking to your mum?
3: Because I'm scared. Yeah, and I, 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 I want to break the news to her that I'm going to be arrested and have my medical license taken away before she watches me get dragged into a police car.
5: Mrs Hudson has led him into the office.
3: Ah, damn it, Mariana.
5: It's a job. Wait. It's, uh, it's, uh, what? The squad car. It's not a Metropolitan police vehicle. It's come from another constabulary. There's been a murder. What? Watson.
3: Chop, chop. Uh, yes, just grabbing the mic. Um, hey, be a good boy, Archie. Okay, bye, mate. Bye bye, bye, bye bye.
0: Dr. John Watson. This is Officer Hopkins.
4: I'm a PCSO, actually. A community support officer? Yeah, that's right.
5: Oh. Is this going to be about a parking ticket or something? We don't own a vehicle. Bugger. I must be tired. My mind caught the scent of a murder. We all make mistakes. Even I. I'm off to bed.
4: Night-night. A boy. A man. I mean, uh... Murdered. 19 years old. Willoughby Smith. He's, um... He's been found dead at the Old Place, Mr. Holmes. I... It's, it's, it's very complicated, and I... I shouldn't have raced over here, but I, I did because I... I don't want them to cover it up, because I, I know they will, and... The to cover I, it up? The police? No. The saviours of God. Tell me everything.
0: <clears throat> Would you... Like a cup of tea? Oh, I can it.
4: make it, Mariana. It's no, no, no problem. It's okay. I'm fine. Uh, I don't think we can waste any more time.
0: Go. Call me if you need anything, John.
4: Will do.
5: Hopkins, I suggest you fire up the siren. Get us to Chatham as quick as possible.
4: Well, it's not really allowed because. How long until, uh, what's it called? The Oxley Old Place? This summer night, we can probably do it in about 55 minutes. Great, so ETA about midnight. Yeah, my shift ends at 5am. That's when the rest of the force will be back. We, or you, just need to work out everything you can in that time. Watson, set an alarm for 4.55am. Uh, yep,
3: just... OK, what sort of alarm sound do you want? Uh, what about this one? It's a bit too happy, isn't it? Uh, what Like this? No. Na- That's rubbish. Uh, This one.
5: Just, please. Yes, yep, done, set.
4: Tell me about Yoxley Old Place. It's, um, well, it was a stately home. Uh, About ten years ago, a, uh, I don't know what you call him really, Uh, evangelical preacher, I suppose. Sebastian Coram moved to the area from London. Everyone calls him Elder Corum, whether you're a believer or not. Anyway, he buys up Yox the Old Place and converts all the grounds to essentially houses. Faith would be a kind word. Cult would be more accurate. These are the saviours of God? Yeah. They believe that Corum is enshrined with some sort of authority from God. Heaven has been invaded by the forces of hell, apparently. Oh, yeah. Since when? 2011, I think it was. (laughs) Right. Okay. Must have missed that on the news. Yeah, so um, Corum and his believers see themselves as the yeah the saviors of God. They um, they practice a very strict way of life, uh, closed off from the outside world. No girls, no temptation, no society. Why? Uh, well, because they are recruits for the armies of heaven, I suppose. Can't get into heaven unless you do what Elder Corum says. Something like that. But anyway, it's in my village, Holton Green. Big village, near enough a town. Seven miles outside of Chatham. Yoxley Old Place probably has about... 80 worshippers. Or saviours, as they call themselves. Wow. Yeah, lots of boys. Some young lads, some older. Elder Coram, much, much older than most. No women? No women, that's right. Anyway, as you can imagine, since they moved into the area, the... The locals haven't taken too kindly to them. They see Coram's influence on some of the vulnerable young'uns as a... a poison. Willoughby Smith is a good example. Our victim. Yeah, it's, um... It's hard. He was a friend. From school. I know his mum and dad really well, and, uh... Yeah, when he got converted, it was, um... It's hard, obviously, but, um, now this... Oh, I just... Oh, I hate them, so... I just... Oh.
5: And your concern is that the saviours of God will cover up this murder?
4: I'm not certain of it, no. But it's, uh... It's a risk I won't bloody take.
5: How do you know of it, then? This murder?
4: I was there at the station when the call came through. A couple of officers went to attend, but... But what? Well, one of them was a saviour once. I mean... He still could be. You see, this is what Corum does. He reaches into every community centre, every friendship group, public service, anything you can imagine. School boards, sports teams, local shops. I mean, they're in my parents' book club. Book club! <laughs> Jesus Christ, they banned The Great Gatsby last week. Why? Oh, the subject matter. Reading material not suitable for the recruits of the heavenly forces, I guess. Huh? yeah, well, my mum's reading Fifty Shades of Grey, mate. I've
3: got half a mind to ban that, to be honest. Ah, well, that's nice, isn't it? A big secluded manor house at midnight in a storm. Great, what's next? Just be careful of the graveyard
4: at the front. Oh, for God's sake. We won't take the main entrance. Tell me of the murder. Uh, from what I know about it, shortly after the call from the residence. Who made it? Uh, Saviour Talton. Is he from Halton Green? Yeah, uh, I see his mum quite a lot. Uh, anyway, um, two officers went there. I stayed at the station. Um, then about 45 minutes later, a forensics officer arrived at the front desk from London, and I was asked to drive him to the location. Why don't you have any available Socos? What's a Soco? Scene of crime officer. Uh, forensics, basically. Um, yeah, we do have one, but she wasn't allowed.
3: Oh, why?
4: Because she's a she.
3: I see, so the the saviors put a stop to her being on the premises.
4: And that was my first inclination that poor Willoughby wasn't going to get the justice he deserved. Anyway, I made it to the crime scene, and... Um, yeah, he... Yeah... Snapped in the neck. In Elder Coram's bedroom. Jesus,
3: Elder Coram's
4: bedroom? Um, well, that's,
3: that, that's pretty damning. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an open and shut case, huh? No?
4: Not quite. Coram is ill. Very ill. He, he can't really get out of bed. With what? Uh, Something with his lungs. Cancer? No, no, it's... It's a disease. Uh, it's got the word disease in it.
3: Pulmonary? COPD?
4: Yeah, that's it. COP disease.
3: What is it? Uh, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Must have been a heavy smoker. Or just very unlucky. Sounds like Corum is late stage.
4: Yeah. So he's bedbound? Almost entirely, but for a wheelchair every now and again. <sighs> he's a witness. Conveniently for him. Coram says that Willoughby said as he was dying, Elder Coram, it was she.
3: Elder Coram, it was she.
4: Yep. Very convenient, if you ask me. You believe Coram is protecting his flock? Well, if it's a she, then it can't be any of them lot, can it? Right. Sherlock, shall, shall we? Wait. There's talk that Corm is planning something. With all the saviours. Planning what? Human sacrifice.
5: Wow, well, the plot thickens. It certainly does. Lovely and indeed jubbly. Uh.